This podcast is brought to you by Alliance Motor Auctions. Has your car shit itself? Then you've got to go with Alliance. It's the easiest way to buy a quality car at a very competitive price. Located in Moorbank, New South Wales. Call 02-9822-7200 or visit www.allianceauctions.com.au South Coast Window Furnishings. Have your window furnishings shit themselves? Then you've got to get in touch with SCWF. They service the south coast of New South Wales from Wollongong to Bermagui. Give Jamie a call for a free quote on 0408 812 007 or like them on Facebook at South Coast Window Furnishings. Elite Sports Physiotherapy. Has your back or another part of your body shit itself? Then look no further than ESP. Established in 2006, Elite Sports Physiotherapy provides physiotherapy and massage services to the people of Melbourne. Located on the mezzanine level, 13-15-1 Freshwater Place in Southbank, Melbourne. Give them a call on 03-8640-0328 or visit elitesportsphysio.com.au today. Also, special thanks to verse.com.au for putting the finishing touches on this podcast. Cheers. G'day. Hope you're well. Hope you've had a good day or night, whatever you've been up to. Um, I guess this episode is Australian TV and radio personality, Sam Pang. Uh, Sam popped around for a cup of tea. Uh, we chatted about all sorts of things. We talked about his footy career, how he came to be on radio and TV, and what the Logies are like, most importantly. Uh, this is Taking It Easy with Daniel Connell. Sam Pang, thanks for taking it easy with me today. Daniel Connell, thanks for having me. No worries at all, mate. Thanks for joining me uh, in my lounge room. You, I love you, it. You like it? We're dressed in this exactly the same <laughs> gear, a blue polo top with tan shorts. Yes, well, I'm headed off <laughs> for a game of golf <laughs> after this. And I'm not, but I just like to dress as a golfer, so that's that's perfect. <laughs> uh, now, you're just fresh from a, a really nice holiday in the US. Tell me about that. How was that? It was great. It was five weeks, and uh, there was a bit of LA time, and there was a bit of New York time, and then a bit of Mexico time, and then home. So, and you, you don't have Instagram, do you? So nobody <laughs> could tell what you got up to. No, no there. one, no one knew. I did. I'm very comfortable disappearing. Yeah, uh, off the face of the earth. But I've, we've said I've talked to you about the, this before. I like Twitter and I like Instagram. I'm just not on Instagram, and I don't use Twitter that much. But when I say I don't, you know, I don't tweet. I read it a lot. Yeah, it's great. I'm not anti. Uh, you know, I'm not the old <laughs> curmudgeon who just. I'm, I like it. I just can't. Yeah, you want to enjoy your holiday. You don't want to be taking yeah, a phone exactly. Every so, few minutes. but did you did you take a disposable camera or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> I took one. Of, I took a camera from the old days where you're gonna like put the put the hood over <laughs> hood yourself over and go <laughs> like that. No, I, I took plenty of photos, but it was. I caught up with many of, of uh, oh, you know, names, our, our mates, like Adam Zwar and Ronnie Chang. I caught up with them over there just oh, for a catch-up. I, yep. I caught up with him. I don't know if you know him, but Jeff Stilson. Who, I remember um, – I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, he's a fantastic stand-up. Um, he, did he marry an Australian? Married an Australian. Yep. And he was out here living here for ages. But yes. then he hilariously went back and – Went back because there's more work for him back there. <laughs> wow. So I remember he did a like a, a three way show with 
Glenn Robbins. And him, Mick. And Mick, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember saying that. Yeah, it was great. So that was good, yeah. So it was, mate, it was a good, good break and it was cold in New York and it was hot in Mexico. Mate, I've got nothing new. <laughs> you, you, know, you know those three, you know, that, you know those two countries. Cold in New York and hot in Mexico. <laughs> what else do you want from me? Thanks, mate. Okay. No um, did you go to Hollywood? Didn't stop in and see a few agents? Oh, yeah, sorry. Did drop, I, a I few, drop a few lines? Yeah, I didn't. Know, so I was there for pilot season. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do anything. Like, it was a pure holiday. It was right. great, and um, yeah, I recommend if you can if you're going to New York. I don't know about the whole. I'm older now. I can't the whole getting going from Melbourne to LA and then straight to New. York, I, I, I like to just camp for a couple of days and right. then go again. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just very hard not to have a good time in those like uh, in Los Angeles, New York, and then we went to a place down in Mexico called Tulum, which is okay, very very nice resort. But, yeah, it was a resort. <laughs> it was a resort and it was on the beach. It was nice. A few cocktails. Yeah, I, the cocktail I fell in love with was it was called an Anthony Quinn. <laughs> what? Really? Well, the, where we were staying, Dan, had a, had a, a cocktail list, but yeah. they'd named them after things and I love that. So, is Anthony Quinn? He's the actor who's uh, dead. Yeah. He played Zorba. He's famous for Zor- ah, playing Zorba. Okay. Old right. actor. Yeah. I keep forgetting that it's, you know. If it's, if it's not about you, you're not interested. But it's it's he was <laughs> Anthony Quinn. You'd know no, Anthony Tony Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, Quinn yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he and it was like it had mezcal in it and it had chartreuse, wow. which I wouldn't normally drink. But it was, you're in Mexico and you're just yeah. drinking. You're drink- I, d- I think I f- just wanted to say, can I have? An, I'll have another Anthony Quinn, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, mate, good. Excellent. Um, now you had a, a pretty busy 2017 last year. It's now early 20. 20- 18, is it much the same in store for you this year? With you? Have you been paying attention? Uh, you got your Nova Breakfast radio show with Chrissy and Brownie. And also the front, front bar was a big success towards the end of last year. Yeah, not to the point where you'd say the name of the show cleanly, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> front bar's back, and which is an AFL show primarily, yeah. but we're actually going to do – we're going to kind of broaden out a bit. And so I don't know when we're going to post this, but uh, we're actually going to do some – win- yeah, we're going to do – no, no, we just started – we're going to do some Winter Olympics shows. Oh, fantastic. So the front bar, which is primarily – I haven't seen this in the news. This is a – Yeah, this get this it, out. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a scoop, but by the time you post this podcast, we'll have done all the shows. So it's, <laughs> so it's perfect. It's the, just the way I'd like Shit. to publicise stuff. Yeah. Actually, that makes me sound like I've only come on your podcast just as a, as part of the publicity <laughs> run. plug, yeah. It's not the case at all, but it's, it's going to be fun to do <laughs> – like Winter Olympics, I think lends itself to. There's a. It's pretty yeah, funny. It's a great idea. And so yeah, the idea that we're going to not just be doing footy this year is pretty exciting. But yeah, that's all back. And then speaking of podcasts, like Sano Sam and Ed for yeah. lovers of the world game, we've been doing a podcast. And then this is a World Cup year this year, so huge. There could be some. I don't actually even know what we're doing yet. I know we're doing the podcast currently, which yep. will go through till May, and then we'll see what we're doing for the World Cup. So Excellent. yeah, busy, but. Good stuff. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to ask you about with the AFL. You're on an, obviously an AFL footy show. You've got a bit of a, a background in AFL. I, I'd seen this in uh, online, but I'd never asked you about it before. But did you actually play under 19s for the Collingwood Magpies? I did. That's true. Yeah, that's right. true. It's not. It's it's one of those things where you're like, why would you lie about that? Like it's not. Well, I don't <laughs> like know. it's not even. A, <laughs> and it, it's not a great achievement. Then that also can't be proved, and you're going, yeah, that's like really you, 
you were on the Johnny heard, Carson show. <laughs> yeah, like it's like I just I played. You know, so I grew up in Melbourne, and you, and I played footy. Yeah, juniors, and then it's bad. It's like it's so long ago, but in the old days they had zones, Dan. So you would just, you would just. I lived in Collingwood. We lived in Collingwood, and so you were zoned to Collingwood. Oh, there wasn't okay. drafting. I thought there you wasn't meant zones on the field, like you just stayed in one. <laughs> well, there should be, but <laughs> we were zoned, I was zoned to Collingwood. So if you were kind of good enough, they they gave everyone a go back then. Oh, and so I, all right, mate. You, I know you're humble, but you don't. No, no, but, and so I under 16s down, got invited down to train at Collingwood for the under 16s, under yeah. 17s, and then the under 19s, and then it was the last year of the under 19s in 1991. Right. And so I played a season there, and it was like, yeah, I was never going to make it, but it was still a good experience. And and um, How, what you you knew that from that age? No, I didn't. No, no, I didn't know at the time. I yeah. look back now and going, yeah, because what position you, did you play when I played? <laughs> As in, yeah, sometimes, most of the time on the bench, sometimes in the forward. And then I was a forward, like a cheeky forward and a non-baller. Because yeah. I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I say Just that. I, I never, you look quick back. around the loose ball, pick it up, snap, goal, Ackermanis, slight. Exactly like Ackermanis. Probably better. Probably better than Ackermanis at the same, <laughs> at the equivalent time. He just developed after that. Right. But yeah. Yeah, it was, when I said it, I knew you weren't going to make it. Just like not fit enough, not fast enough, not courageous enough. Not tall enough. Like just everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, I actually, there's, when you say the tall thing, I was in Perth last year for Fringe and our uh, mate Tom Seagat was doing a show called The Suburban Football. I know, Tom. And the West Coast Eagles came to watch it and I was blown away by how big they all are. There's no, there's no little guys. I couldn't – they all had baby faces like they were young guys but they were enormous. Like I'm – Almost six five, and it felt like all of them were either my height or taller. The the one example that I can give to back that up is I saw Patrick Cripps, who plays for Carlton, who's an on baller, and I think that he's either the same height or just under the same height as John Nichols was, who was a ruckman for Carlton in the sixties wow. and seventies. Right. That's how it's changed. Yeah, it's like it's it's unbelievable. So I was um. Yeah, but Collingwood was Collingwood was a great experience, and yeah. then um, yeah, and then just just didn't make it. So, mm. so uh, what? So what next? Did you go? Was there a draft? Was the draft around back then? No, there was no draft. They might have just started, but but because you were zoned, you had to they like you. I actually couldn't play for anyone else anyway. Ah, I was just okay. zoned to Collingwood, so yeah. there's had no choice. But and then I went. Yeah, so under 19s finished, and that was the last year. So I think I would have had another year. I would have had another year in the under 19s, but the, the comp finished and right. went back to the under 18s, which is still oh, around the okay. TAC Cup or whatever yep. it's called. But then I went out and ended up playing in the up went to Sebastopol and played in the Ballarat League for a a year. Okay, so there was my first year out because there was it was they wanted to pay me a, a, a small amount of money. Oh, great! Did they get you a job as well? No, uh, <laughs> no. It's funny <laughs> you say that because all the clubs and anyone who played at that level knows that the clubs would try to recruit you. This is this is keep this in mind everyone. This is the level below AFL. The AFL the big boys are up there. Everything but there's still plenty of suburban footy and country footy and everything's yeah. going around there. And so they need players. And they would every now and then I'd get try to get a club would have a chat with me and and they would have this giant this carrot of we can get you a job. Yeah. But I was twenty, I didn't want to, I didn't want a job. Who wants a job? I don't. I didn't want a job. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to work? like real? Oh, so you can so between Monday and Friday, I can go along and uh, what? I don't Poor know. Yeah, I don't. Want, I don't want a job. Mm. I'd rather just get like paid per match and then yeah. just uh, spend that during the week. Did you eventually realise that 
life requires you to get a job at some point? Very late, <laughs> late 20s. So I, I, I kept on doing it. So, yeah, so I was Sebastopol and then I went and played for Paran in the VFA. Oh, really? For a couple of years there. One year at Preston in the VFA and not very successfully. And then I ended up – actually, I went down to Tassie for six months. Did played you play for down there? Sandy Bay. Great. And then got homesick, came back, and then ended up in the playing for Tongala, which is a tiny town near Kyabram. Wow. Up Shepparton Way yep. in the Goulburn Valley League. And then I think I ended up back in Paran. So you obviously must have been doing reasonably well. For, how, how did they find out about you? Is there a back then? How did 90, in the early 90s, how did people find out? Just they just call you? Yeah, I suppose they, I, I think it's they have play. Yeah, well, they have recruiters and they have play. Then, of course, they've got players who you're, you might be mates with or they, you just, you know, they, they know that you're available. I ended up at Tongala because a mate who I played at Paran with was ah, up there. Right. And he as as he was travelling up and playing and then coming back down and then they he said, Hey, by the way, Sam doesn't have a club. He's just come home homesick. Yeah. Let's get him to move again. That's away exactly again. what happened there. Another three hours away from And then I played home. I played there for three years. <laughs> just travelling up on a Saturday. Oh, you didn't live up there? No, I didn't live in Tongala. So what were you doing Monday to Friday? There was some waiter. There was some waitering at the spaghetti tree. There was some bottle. Sh- there was some working at a pub. The spaghetti in Burke Street. That they're famous. That the, wow. I worked there with Julia Zamira. Is that right? We had a month crossover where I just started and she just finished, and so we we didn't do any. I think we did a couple of shifts together. I did, you know, and then hilariously, ten years later, we ended up going to doing Eurovision together. <laughs> it's pretty That's surreal. But, no, um, I've been there recently. The, I don't think the decor's changed <laughs> since you left. Have, they still got a, have you really been there lately? Absolutely. Have, you, yeah. have they still got the old ho- Hollywood posters yep. up there? Yeah. It's yeah. I always thought on my last day that I'd steal one of them. <laughs> and there was one, there's a great picture of Robert, uh, Redf- Robert Redford and Paul Newman in the sting oh, that right. they've got up. Yeah. And I thought, imagine just going out with a theft. Like just get, that's your last <laughs> your last thing as a as working at Spaghetti is a theft. But we could do it now. We could we could organise a heist, and uh, like I'm, I'm not ruling it out. Well, we could stop this podcast now and pop in if you want, <laughs> and cut, we'll stop it and then start back. You say the decor's the, the same. I'm t- I'm tipping the menus the same too. By the way, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, they do a great spaghetti bowl <laughs> at the spaghetti tree. <laughs> you would hope so. Anyway, don't don't ask me how that bolognese is prepared, Dan. I'm telling oh, you don't now. Don't say that. Uh, so, how long after the footy career? Uh, of driving up to uh, country Victoria and not having a job or having little odd jobs, did the idea of radio or TV, you know, any of that sort of stuff come into you? No, it didn't. So I was about, I think I was about 28 and I might have been still, I might have been finished in the country and and then a friend of mine, I I used to, because I was working in the bottle shop at the Clifton Hill Hotel and... I was in the pub, but also, yeah, so they had a pub in the, and bottle shop. So I'd do, just, you know, two, three days there. Yeah. Not even then, even with no prospects and knowing, and I not even then could commit to more work, just right. not to five, to five days to full time. Two or three would have done me. That's, so that's were all you I still struggling to get over the under 19s finishing up, or were you just. No. No, I was. <laughs> Fairly comfortable with that very early. <laughs> I really was then. I I still run into blokes I played with who think, "Wow, if I don't just if I only played one game, or if I played fifty, or something." And I, I just I just have no. Right. I was not. I was not. It was no injustice with my career. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with that. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know why. It's just absolute lack of motivation. Yeah, I'm just enjoying your twenties. Yeah, we're working in the pub was kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then, but towards the end, I could see that you know I was 28 and I was, oh really, mate? You're still here? Like what else? You like? I used to work with folks in the in the bottle shop in the pub. They were studying. Yeah. Well, they were doing something else. Yeah. I just wasn't. And then I think I think a friend's got tired of me. That I uh, there was a I used to say, oh, it'd be cool to do radio. Radio would be good, wouldn't it? And they go, yeah, well, okay, how are you going to do that? <laughs> There's a radio exec going to just drive through the bottle shop and you're going <laughs> to charm them while you hand over a six pack of VB? No. So I was actually lucky. I think I, I, a neighbor, my neighbor was uh, was a, a woman called Vicky Kerrigan who was working at Triple J, and she works for the ABC now. I think up in Darwin. Yeah. And she said, because I said, and I said to her, I want to do radio. Not that I didn't want to know. He said, well, what you do is you go down to a community radio station. That's how you start. Yeah, start from the bottom. Yeah. And you literally did that. You started yeah, I w- answering I walked, phones. I walked in for to 3CR in Smith Street in uh, Fitzroy. And then and I just said, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I want to do, but I'd really like to – I'm interested in radio. And that was so nice. I thought you had to – you know, you're probably the same. I thought you would have, you have got to walk in there fully formed about, oh, I, want, I want this is my idea for a show. Yeah. Can you put it – they said – Mate, yeah, we get people like you all the time. Would you just come start working on the front desk and answer phones and then you'll meet – that's the thing. You meet – by definition, you start yeah. meeting people that are also interested in radio. Yeah. And, and then did you – answering the phones, did you practice your – good morning, you're talking to a <laughs> 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 No, it was, it was really a lot of uh, – it was really a lot of hello, this is 3CR. Um, <laughs> and then it was – oh, really? Yeah, keep uh, – the union show Keep Left is on at 10 a.m. to 11 on a Friday, so uh, look out for that one because okay. it's pretty, you know, 3CR stands for community radio, but the running joke is communist radio. Like, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's pretty left-wing. But um, And that, that's where I met uh, the Mangrook Footy Show. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on TV. Yeah. Has been for about 10 years. That was a radio show at 3CR first. Okay. And yeah. so I met the producer of that who yeah. said, and we were talking footy. And he said, well, you, 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 you know, you know footy, come and start answering phones on that show. Okay. And, that, and then phones became filling in one day and filling in one day just became then you're just part of the show with all, right. these, all these indigenous boys, Derek Kickett and Ronnie yeah. Burns and Chris Johnson and all that. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure they knew I wasn't indigenous, but it, I, don't think, I, didn't, I don't think it mattered, Dan. So it was, ama- it was, it was amazing. Um, yeah. That was awesome. I loved That's it. That's great. So it just sort of keeps snowballing after that, everything. Keeps moving on, and then you ended up on Triple uh, R. Yes, uh, on breakfast. Well, breakfasters. I always say that wrong. Yeah, you do, don't you? What? What's? I don't know. It's called breakfast. Been called, it's been called breakfasters ever since breakfasters. before I got there. Yeah, um, you were on there for five years. I was there for. I, was, I did. I did. I did the actual six till nine Monday to Friday for five years. But before that, I did a segment. So I, for, I was doing stuff at three CR. When I say stuff, still at the pub, yeah. but at least on a Wednesday. I'd still go and answer the phones. And then on a Friday, I'd have the Margaret Footy Show, which was on okay. from 11 till 12. So that was – and they were just the best. And this put and they us, were the this best put hours of, of my week. Put a bit of spring in your step in yeah, life. Yeah, it was good. I just thought – but not that I thought, oh, now I'll go and do this. I just yeah. was enjoying doing those things. Right. Then a friend of mine who – and still a friend that who played at uh, – we played at Paran together, Tony Wilson, mm. who's a writer and a broadcaster yeah. still, he was doing Triple R oh, with, okay. with John Saffron and – Fiona Banford Brazier, and then they needed a sports segment on a Friday. And because I was doing something at 3CR, Tone just said, mate, just come in and do sport for four, just during the AFL footy finals and we'll see how you go. And that was the end of that. And that was the like the tail end. And then they just kept me on. Yeah. 
It's a good great. advertisement for people who want to get into radio because um, you literally went in with no no history, no courses. You hadn't done any courses, nothing. And you no. literally started at the bottom. And I was always out. envious of the um, – don't make this out to be Cinderella's story, by the way, Dan. You know that that's – I'm not – Hang on, I'll just put a pen to <laughs> my next question. I've got ten questions here about Cinderella. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was always – very envious of the meeting people who'd done the what's the famous uh, uh, media studies at RMIT. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I, I, I still want to do it. It's like it's this golden course. Yeah, really? That was a that's a real thing, and it is. Yeah, great people are coming out of that. But I just like, I really you were studying. Went to La Trobe and studied science and geology. Why why were we doing that? You weren't interested in that. That's what I was thinking. But these right. people were studying, you know, fun stuff, Dan. So. Would be funny if you went back and did it now. That'd be pretty cool. Good advertisement for that as well. Yeah. Have you got time to pop back and stuff? Maybe online. They do it online. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what were we up to? Early 2000s. Yeah. So, en- end of Triple R. And then it wasn't too long after that that you uh, made your TV debut. I got a blind, no, 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 like. I wasn't putting myself out there with uh, show reels. <laughs> I think there was a producer who was putting together a comedy history uh, quiz show yeah. called ADBC, and he wanted me to audition. And you went in? No. And I it. went in. Mm-hmm. But I piloted, I, I auditioned twice, so once they got me as host and once they got me on the panel. Yeah. But I think I don't know what their idea were. But, you know, I remember the other two people who auditioned for the host, and one was Stephen Hall. And Waleed Ali, and they really made a poor decision. But they went with me, and it was and it was so yeah, it was like it was crazy. Twenty six episodes of ADBC. Yeah, so you it must have been weird. No previous TV, nothing experience, just straight up there. I watched a couple of five minutes of yeah, why you episodes look, this morning. Why are you looking at me like you want an apology? I'm sorry, mate. You had to do you had to do some research. I like that you didn't make it through the whole apps. Well, you it was getting close to you arriving, so. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, so um, what were your thoughts? I try, you know, I, what, I trust you, your instincts. Did you pick shirts <laughs> yourself? <laughs> I can't believe that the main things that anyone ever, anyone who knows that show and refers to the show is the set, very white. Yes, would have picked that up. Yep. And then my shirts. You know, I oh, so you've, somebody's mentioned the shirts to you. Before. I had nothing to do with either of them, by the way. Okay, I just you you'll. I don't know if you'll appreciate this, but I was. Very, um, very directable. Oh, okay, yeah. As in, I just did what I was told. Okay. Well, first time on TV, you you just do what you're told. Because you, you can't believe it. Yeah. But now you'd be you'd be calling all the shots. Now I'll just say, I, I don't like that shirt. Or oh, what's the alternative? I'll go topless now. Is that how's that? We're going to be. You're, you're just. No, no. I, I'm pretty. I think I'm all right. But what about facial hair on that show? Did you choose that? What did or? I have? You had bottom a goatee, just a bottom goatee. You call it—is it a goatee if it's not a moustache bit to the goatee? Or what's that? Just on the bottom of the chin. Yeah, that's still a goatee, isn't it? Okay, I had that bum bit. fluff. Yeah, bum fluff. Well, that's mine is. is yeah, yeah, stylish. Yeah, you're not uh, like a you know you're not a uh, you're not Russell Crowe over there with you. <laughs> like you're just you're a bit patchy. Oh, I can't grow facial hair to no. save my life. I was just uh, yeah, the facial hair was—they didn't care. The only the one thing I remember about ADBC is that I thought you know you so you get your first TV job and I thought I thought oh this is it this is unbelievable I'm going to be uh, you know <laughs> going to be Daryl Summers or something <laughs> in terms of and then you go I think after about the third week the it shifted time slots like three weeks in 
Oh, is that that's a bad sign? To a yeah. better time or to a no? <laughs> <laughs> no, they gave it a good time slot to start with, and then it okay. and then no one watched, and then it it may it started. I think it started at eight thirty on a Thursday night on SBS, mm-hmm. and by the end it was in five minute bite size. Oh, they they cut it down because yeah, they thought the there was nice elements of the show, but they I think they just thought, mate, I think I think thirty minutes is too long. So they grab these five minute segments and put them on on Monday and say, hey, by the way, fill in. Coming up on Thursday, ADBC. And, the sh- yeah, it's funny. I was, I was thinking how much better – like, it's 10 years next year, I think. Mm. And I was thinking about doing a reunion show. What do you think about that? <laughs> like, a re- the reunion show of a failed television show? Yeah. And so live? You a- like a live – Yeah, I not thought – Not film, just to, like, a live crowd? Like- no, I'm thinking no. about filming it. Okay. Putting it on. Yeah. At least it's something different. Yeah. But – um, the you know the guests we had like it was such oh, some a great guests, wonderful yeah. experience. So Tony Martin did fourteen of the twenty six apps. <laughs> um, Matt Preston did an episode. Yeah. Celia did plenty. Dave Thornton did like it. Just I had and and Santo did one. Yeah, who I ended up working with later, but not at the time. We'd never worked together. Right. So and I, and that's all down to the book. The the book. The person who was booking it, uh, Santia Robinson, used to work on the panel. So he had a, she had a relationship with Working Dog. Yeah. She asked Santo, who I think just did it as a favour to her. Yeah, and he did it, and I think maybe he saw a man like who like no good, but at least he was smiling <laughs> or something. I don't know what he saw, but he, and then a, a year later, he asked me to do Santo and Santo Salmonette's uh, Cup Fever, the 2010 yeah. World Cup show that we oh, did, which was go. that was a better experience. So it's really all yeah. You've just sort of each each thing you've done. Uh, yeah, just don't met, plan. Met more people and <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just keep. Rolling along. That's great. Um, so Dude, That's a lot of ADBC, Chad. 26 episodes. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's, a, that's a lot of episodes. You know, it ended up, in, I told you it ended up in five-minute bite-sized yeah. chunks. And there was one time where it was on at 4.55 in the morning as a lead-in to the Korean news. And I don't think they were happy with their lead-in. I'm not. I can't. I can't clarify that. But it was on it. it, it, was, it, it in the end, it was on at 4.55 a.m. There was a chunk. Did you get the view, viewer the royalties. ratings? <laughs> the ratings were the ratings were the same as when it was on at Thursday. <laughs> <the clock>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so f- from then on, since since what's that? Two thousand and ten. You did the Santo Salmon. Yeah, you rolled into uh, everything and sort of went more and more onto TV and people. Yeah, like, that's yeah, funny because more, talk- more of a sort of a face in the public. Well, it's funny because you talk about the radio, and then you know, when I finished in two thousand nine, Triple R. I didn't do radio again until two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I, the star was in radio, and then and then the TV stuff just you know popped along. No plan, no grand plan. That's just the way it happened. Keep popping up. And um, but it's good to be back doing radio. I think I've told you that before. Because mm. radio's, you know, every day, and you got to do something. It's, yeah. It's good. Creative. Yeah. Yeah. One of your, one of your best gets uh, things you've got in the last sort of five or six years was you got to host Eurovision Song Contest with Julius Romero, your former Spaghetti Tree staff <laughs> member. Um, were you already a big fan of European music or did you come to become a fan of that? Did you know much about it leading in? Nothing. Right. So, actually, I think I only got that job too because the producers of ADBC, <laughs> no, seriously, were the same producers of Eurovision coverage that year. <laughs> So they would work together. We were filming these episodes of ADBC, and then for Euro- Eurovision, nuts know this, but 
Terry Wogan retired, and so SBS had a choice. They were just they could just keep taking the English feed, mm-hmm. and then the producers of ADBC, Paul Clark, had an idea. No, no, we should send. We yeah. should have an Australian flavour. Get the silk shirts out. Thanks <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. They'd, chin they'd, they'd, they'd blown yeah. a lot of money on the ADBC wardrobe and they go, we're not going <laughs> to you know, let him get away with it. We're going to get our pound of flesh. So it was the absolute, uh, I didn't know anything about it. I questioned the decision and he's and the, the answer was, no, no, you can be the stranger in the strange land. Yep. So Julia is all in and enthusiastic and loves it and you can be the, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. Which. Yeah, that it was well, well received, though, wasn't it? Yeah, no, well, not the f- not the first one, Dan, not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to get you got to get through the wall. Yeah, there's blood early, and then just get keep going. Yeah. So 2009 was the first Eurovision in Russia, and at the end of that, I didn't think we'd be doing it again. Just it wasn't. I didn't think it was well received. <laughs> I didn't think it was that good. There was a lot of, you know, it was just the first time we'd done it. Yeah, and then we lasted eight years. Madness once a year for a week. It was like, wow, this is this is very different to anything else I do during the year. So yeah. it was a, it's a it's a great experience. And so I was, mm. um, yeah, Eurovision was good. Yeah, I, I have fond memories as opposed to say anyone who watched it when I was doing it. But it was uh, <laughs> it was good, mate. It was pretty. It was pretty pretty wild. You're listening to Taking It Easy with Daniel Connell. Let me know if I'm talking too much too, because I my I've, I'm really making an effort because I don't usually that's fine do them, and also my sister says I'm no good on them. Okay, I'll cut that bit out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? So yeah, you spend eight years doing Eurovision, and during that time, uh, obviously your relationship with Working Dog uh, blossoms, and you get the gig on. Have you been paying attention? Uh, do you enjoy that uh, the the weekly? I love having been paying attention, Dennis. It's a it's it's a cracking way to we do it on a Sunday night. Yep. And then it's there's a little bit of a an edit, a bit of a clean up, and then it goes to where on the Monday, which I think is important. You know, yeah. I mean, it's topical. It's fresh. It's fresh. Yeah. But you know, once again, you talk about like coincidences or things just rolling along. Have you been paying attention? Started on um in 2010, we did Cup Fever, Santa Seminets Cup Fever. Oh yeah. 2012, we did. Santa Seminet Sports Fever on seven, which I thought was going to run for yeah. I every I think they're going to run for ten years. <laughs> it ran for ten episodes, no. <laughs> and then it was on, it was a late night sports show on a Monday night that was scheduled to be ten thirty and never started at ten thirty. And the wor- the worst one I think it's the one time it started at ten fifty eight. You go hold on, this is twenty eight minutes past the scheduled time <laughs> on a Monday where people are going to bed. Any yeah. chance on a Monday night? No- any chance any night of giving yeah. people a chance to go to bed? They'll go. Yeah. So you're going, we're on too late. 10 o'clock. Yeah. 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 We're on too late. So it didn't last. And what happened was because we liked hanging out so much, but we didn't have a job, Santo said, well, let's do a podcast. So we did the Santo Salmonhead podcast yeah. for a year, which was at the Working Dog offices. And at the end of that podcast, so it was me, Santo, and Ed. And sometimes Ed was in LA at the time. So Rob Sitch would come in. So I'm, yeah. there, I'm there, Dan, going, I'm, I'm doing a weekly podcast with Santo, Chilara, and Rob Sitch. It was yeah. the biggest thrill of my life. Yeah. And then at the end of that podcast in 2013, Tommy Gleisner, the host mm. of Have You Been Paying Attention, <laughs> would come in and give us a quiz, a weekly quiz, which we had buzzers and water bottle, like our buzzers were a glass and a, yeah. and a, and a bell. And 
and then he would ask questions of the week and we would give silly answers. We would give joke answers. And that from that podcast, that 10 minute quiz at the end of the podcast, that, that no one really, you know, who listened to it, who knows, mm. they thought that there might be a television show in that. that. Wow. And that they did a pilot for Have You Been Paying Attention in 2014. And then it was on the last, I think the last. Eight weeks of 2014, and no one watched. Yeah, it was it was slow to start, wasn't it? Oh yeah, real slow. Even even 14 was with 14. It was on at six o'clock on a Sunday night. So you, mm. I don't know. Your family's seen it. You haven't as as friendly as we are. You haven't done the <laughs> paid enough respect to actually watch the show. But if you can, anyone who knows the show, I've been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who knows that show would be surprised. Would they think that it's probably in its current time slot? And if anything, could possibly on a, be a bit later, later yeah. uh, considering some of the subject matter. So mm. can you imagine? What the show looked like in a half-hour version on a Sunday. Yeah, coming off of coming off the back of a Richard Attenborough documentary. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's what it was. And so even in 2014, no one watched. 2015, it was dicey. Mm. Like there was a week, more than one week, where Ed and I thought, "Oh well, that's it." Yeah, just because no one watches, yeah. you can't like it's no matter how much you think it's a good show. And that's good. That's the, that's how you've got to start, and I say that's why you keep going, and that's the mm. only reason you do it. But eventually, if no one watches on commercial telly, there's a commercial Wait, reality yeah. of they can't afford to keep it on. Yeah, yeah. But they just Channel Ten. They, you know, it went to Monday nights late. Yeah. Then it moved early. Then it went from half an hour to an hour, which that's that was one where I go, wow, really? That's in the modern day of like you know, no one's got any attention span. The mm. idea that. Working Dog thought that the only way that this show could possibly survive is if you make it longer. Longer, yeah. I thought there's a pretty, you know, that wouldn't have been my. It's kind of against what you'd think would work. Yeah, because yeah. I come you from think the. Five minute I come from the ADBC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, let's just do them. People love them. Yeah. We can be leading in the Korean news. What about, yeah, what about 4, 4.45 in the morning? <laughs> yeah. And so, and then I don't know, the end of the. the late, late Last half of 2015, I think people started going, oh, what's going on over there? And it was fun. But they started paying attention. Yeah, they did, finally. The thing was, though, Dan, was that whatever we're doing on the Sunday night record, we would sh- they'd shoot it for an hour or an hour and ten, and then it would be cut down to half an hour. And then I think Santo or someone thought, whatever we're doing on a Sunday night, which is a lot of fun, yeah. where it's being lost in the yeah. – it's being lost – but by the time it goes to air on Monday, and yeah. it's too short because mm. you can't let everything breathe. There's a lot of if you watch the show because we've got an hour. There's some stuff where it get mentioned in seg one. There's running jokes and there's yeah. a big call. You know, it's 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 got a bit of breathing space. Yeah, but and yeah, that show is yeah, it's 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 fun to do. And coming back again for yeah, it's coming back again in May. Yeah, which. Like you said, you'll listen to this podcast. You may decide not to post it, but if the if the thing's up before May, <laughs> then I can the, this. Then it, yeah, I can do this part of the Scoop. publicity. The plugs. Yes, yeah, so two, two scoops. Two scoops. Yeah. Have you been paying attention back in May? Yeah, which is great. It won two logies, didn't it? Last year. Yeah, last year it won two logies. I, I don't. Which the, leads me to my next question. Yeah. You got to go to the logies. Yes. Um, did you find yourself like sitting across from? Larry Emder, Baby John Burgess, and just think, well, answering those phone calls 10, 15 years ago, that was, you know, this is all worthwhile. If you want, I'm trying to think if you want most, with the, like the definitive story of going, oh, yeah, the, from the 3CR um, answering phones, can you believe this, dot, dot, dot. It mm. happened not with Emder and Burgess. 
who did a lot of time in the toilets that night. I remember those two. Though. But <laughs> I remember uh, just this year, actually, Jeffrey Rush was on Have You Been Paying Attention? Yeah. And I couldn't believe that Jeffrey Rush was on Have You Been Paying Attention? And then I was walking to the studio and then there was this man outside with a with an obvious publicist, if you know what I mean, mm. and he had his back to it. But I knew the publicist and I was walking there and I said, oh, hey, uh, uh, how you going? And then uh, we kissed hello and then he turned around and it's obviously Jeffrey Rush. And he said, hello, Mr. Pang. I said, Mr. Rush, how are you? I didn't even think you'd know my name. He <laughs> says, know your name. I watch Have You Been Paying Attention every week. I'm only on it because I'm a big fan of the show. Really? Yeah. And then I uh, yeah, proceeded to just, you know, hang shit on him for Punch half an hour. Air. But anyway, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's good. So that was the, yeah, the Logies, mate. I've been to the Logies before the Have You Been Paying Attention thing. I went with SBS somehow and I was on a table with Les Murray. <laughs> Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, and right. and I think I, I sat next to Na, uh, to, uh, to Naz once. I think Nazim Hussain was on my table. Oh yeah, yeah. When he was doing his, it's such a the SBS table. The at the SBS table at the Logies is the funniest table because it's like they don't have enough pool really or catch. You know, they, How far back is it? Well, it was held at the Crown. Yeah, and um, and w- we were at the Hilton. Like we were a long way back. We were- <laughs> So, we were along, we were a fair way back, but it was like, there was Naz and there was Les Murray and there was Craig Foster and then there was yeah. like Guy Grossi and, and um, more, what's her name? Gabrielle Gattar? Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's such a mishmash of like, oh yeah, like, yeah. And I remember going, I remember in the lead up to the first Logies, listen, because I think, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I go, can I, can I take someone? And the, yeah. the, they go, you take someone, you can't take, you're lucky to be invited. <laughs> what do you, now you want a plus one. And I'm thinking, yeah, no, fair enough. And then I get there and then I roll up and like Molly Meldrum has brought his dog. You go, <laughs> that's fair enough. Though. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. It's Molly. But I'm going, well, okay, I can't get a plus one and Molly's taking his dog. It's a good reminder of, um, yeah, well, your station in the industry. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Logies is. Did you get to catch up with Molly's dog? On the night, or he did a lot of time with MJ and Burgess, <laughs> so he was he had a really good time. I the Logies is fine. I I kind of you know I'm not. It's a long night though, isn't it? It's a long night. Mm. The um, lot of, it would be a lot of networking there. He would. Do I look, yeah, you, that, is that what you think about when you? Yeah, well, I'll be a good networker. No, well, is there networking? Of course, there is at really? the Logies. Deals are done in the that in the lo- oh, at the absolutely. Logies. Absolutely, that would be. One of the main places on the dance floor afterwards and the toilets afterwards. Be plenty of deals going down. Maybe. I don't know if they're television related deals, by the way. But <laughs> the, 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 I think it's it's I think it's fu- still fun. I grew up with it and I was lucky enough to be I think I've I've been to two. So that's you know, I'm fine. That's I'm done and we yeah, to win. Like do yeah, you, we do won. you have the the physical trophy at home or, or is well, it Well I Do you all get one? We won I think it was like bet, it was light entertainment, whatever it was. The se- the you, category you weren't paying attention. <laughs> we wasn't paying night. attention. But Ed, Ed, Tommy, Ed, here's one. For, we were even on last year's table. We were right up the back, which is a you know they know where they know who's winning. So you usually That's the winners it. are up the front because yeah. then it's a, just a quick walk. Put it this way: the music had the music had stopped by the time we got to stage. <laughs> you know, is that awkward? That thing, which I think Michaela pointed out once, you know, yeah, yeah. I just you got to keep clapping, or the music's got to keep going. Wow! But yeah. we we won, and then Tommy G and Ed and I went up to the stage, 
And um, so that was a bit – that was quite surreal to be on stage. Hmm. Husey had just done his monologue and, and yeah. gone really well and then we were the first ones. But there was no wink, wink, hey, you know, we're coming to you. We were on table 62, <laughs> which we mentioned in a speech. You just don't expect to win. And then yeah. because – and then we won another one. But then because of Working Dog, having won – a thousand of them. Mm. I do have one. Oh, I said fantastic. to Tommy, I said, "Man, I'm taking this. You're yeah. not, too, mate. You don't even know where all yours are. Yeah. I'm taking this, so I've got one." Yeah, how much? But I think it? it's a bit. How of much you got it up for on eBay for? Well, it just make me an offer. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've made sure you just like you know that. What are those two options? Is your bid or buy now? Yeah. yeah, buy now is not involved in this, mate. I oh. want to do really have Who's a go. That? It would get a fair bit, you'd think. I don't know what I, I don't know what a logie would go for. Is it, it's quite heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it's heavy. And Ed and I think Ed and I are going to do it's silver. Silver. Right. Ed and I are going to do six months each, like a timeshare thing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you're a pretty, uh, pretty private guy. Um, you like to, you don't uh, do many interviews, hence why you've charged me thousands of dollars <laughs> for today's interview. And if, um, I, if you had thousands, if I thought you had thousands of dollars, I would charge you. Would you? Big time, and get an old fashioned check to. I like that you. I like. I like uh, people who are in the media, uh, in public eye that, that keep private. I like the that you don't have Instagram. You know, keep it apart. I like that you uh, go do your work. People like you for that, and then they don't really know much else about you. Is there a reason you chose to go down that path? Uh, the stuff that I could possibly tweet, or or if I was on Instagram, you know, of a personal nature, it's, it's, mm. I just don't think it's worth, it's worthwhile. Yeah. So it's there's not- no, no pressure from, um, your work to get it. Cause a lot of, you know, they, they want you to take a photo at the desk, say you're at the front bar desk or you're at the, have you been paying in the studio? Take a photo. We're about to go. Well, that sort of stuff. I, I that's the, actually the only sort of stuff I kind of would do. I, yeah. I, I give, I give the, I give, like, I'm happy to do that. That's work related. Mm. And that's and that's a little bit behind the scenes. Like it's not just us at the desk smiling like idiots. I mean, yeah. maybe it's Andy and Mick doing something, or it's Tommy G. And like, I don't mind that sort of stuff. I'm happy to do that. But you know, me at home, we, we, you get a few with the gold logo, or the logo, the silver logo at home. Yeah, that wouldn't that be endearing? Yeah, wouldn't it? Just me sitting there mm. watching, say, an old movie with the reruns of ADB <laughs> with you. with the Look at with the logo, and yeah. yeah. So I don't know the private the private thing. I just like I don't know the, the other thing is too. Dan, I reckon is like just being having a break. Mm. So if you work and then you also kind of doing that stuff, the social media stuff all the time about your personal life. Mm. I just I worry about like where do you switch off? Oh, that's right. I, I've yeah, and that's fine. And I and I think yeah, I like Twitter and I and I and mm. Instagram. You know, I'm not on I'm not on Instagram, but Twitter. I like Twitter and I I read a lot and all that. But it's like, yeah, I just worry about where would you find the time to actually just you know you just have your own time. Me time, yeah, yeah. But I I don't I don't judge people. You know, but you know, you and I both know plenty of people who are mm. on the whole time. Yeah. Do you uh, do you find that like, you you're quite busy now anyway? Like you. You could do a morning breakfast radio, then some nights you'll be straight over to the studio to do. You know, when when they're lining up, when you're doing things at the same time, is it just are you just absolutely flat out? Yeah, the start. It's funny. The start of the year, you ease into the year. Radio comes back before the others. Yeah. So if we look at this year, you know, what I mean, like it's radio at the moment. I'm just doing radio, which is great. Mm-hmm. But front bar's doing some Winter Olympics things, which I've given you the scoop there. Yeah. 
that's just but that's just once a week. But this, you know, you say just once a week. Of course, show day is like the, you're in there early, and then and you still got to answer right. There's all there's things prep, leading up. To yeah, it. there's production yeah. meeting on a on a couple of days before on that day. So there's that. Then front bar when the AFL season comes in March, that'll our front bar's on every week. Mm. And then have you been paying attention? Comes back in May. And then Santa Seminade's still there. So, yeah, there, it's like a slow build. And then there's, a, for, I reckon, from about March till September. Yeah. I almost have, to, there's nothing for me to, I'm, if, yeah. if I'm not at work, I'm, so I'm just at home. So, what am I going to, yeah. what am I going to post? And do you find me at home? <laughs> <laughs> me at home looking tired and, and yeah. uh, annoyed? Just that's a great, that's, that'll, get, that'll get some likes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mate, it's it's busy, but it's yeah. you know. But do you do you like anything you get offered? Do you take it on? Because do you have a mindset? You know, you you plugged away for not much money for a long period of time to get to where you are. Do you find now that you take everything you can get because you don't know how long it'll last? Like no, I'm trying not to do that. I know that there's a. I know it seems as I say yes. Yeah. I say yes to these things, but. I think I'm, I like doing these things. Yeah, yeah. You can, t- but you can also tell that. Yeah. Know. So I say no. I haven't done any emceeing gigs or any guests. To, you know, no. you get asked to do things. It's just an easy no because I know that on a if I've got a spare night during mm. the during the season, like a Wednesday night, I, I probably want to be at home. I don't want to be driving out mm. somewhere and going, hold on, what am I doing? I'd rather do. I'd rather go down and do. Five minutes at the Grandview for nothing <laughs> yeah. than going and emceeing something for, a yeah. jo- you know, a job. So yeah, it's the things I've said. Yes, I say, I think I say no a lot. Yeah, and as you said to me off here, you're making millions anyway, so you don't really. <laughs> yeah, not podcast money, but I'm just saying we're doing all right. But yeah, that's I say I'm you know I think uh, anyone who works with me, it's just it actually starts with a no, right. Yeah. And then can well, you, I, it took me a good three years to get you to come. Well, you, no, can, mate, you, can be, you can be honest about how the chat that we had in the lead up to this, how, mm. you know, you could probably tell I wasn't that keen. Yeah. Only because yeah. there's so many more interesting people and also, yeah, it's not really my go. And like Interesting I said, people to talk to for me yeah, or for and you. All, yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, shit, if I could be spending my, better, my time better right now. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, podcasts lend themselves to being more um, personal. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, at, yeah, least, at least at the moment I feel as You're opening up a bit today, aren't I, you? I, I really know. feel I've I've probably got scoops here that no one else has ever got. <laughs> hey, take yeah. it easy first. First yeah. in. So, mate, that's… I've that's, got behind the, the wall, behind enemy. What, what do you… What, what would you… What, what's one… What's something you really want to… No, no, that you don't think that I would ask. That I you, that you would answer. Sorry, yeah. Um, There's nothing. There's no, no one's interested. BSB. No, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know. So I think some people are good, better in podcasts than others. Yeah, no, I, I think. I don't think it's. An, I've enjoyed it. Um, you mentioned there popping down to do five minutes at the Grand View, which means five minutes of stand-up comedy. Oh, that's where we sort of. Came across each other for the first time at a gig. I'll never forget it. As you, as you, as you cough me. away, I, it was in the. It was in the. No, actually, we met. I saw you at the comics lounge with Bob Franklin. Mm. So I saw you first. Yeah. And then, uh, what do you reckon? A year later, I, I, we met in the kitchen of Spleen. Oh, that's right. You were doing Spleen. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was my second ever gig. 
Yeah. So a lot of people wouldn't even know this about you that you've dabbled in the uh, stand-up comedy game in the last couple of years. Um, and you've like you've got a really good. Obviously, you've got a presence already, and you're confident with a microphone because you've had experience with that. But it's still a whole different kettle of fish making people laugh for ten minutes at a time. Which I'm, I think you'll know. I'm always pretty keen to acknowledge, and uh, yeah. they're absolutely all different. You know, the different muscles doing stand up versus, mate. You know, a couple of wisecracks on telly. There's a big difference, mate. But you, you definitely should stick at it. Have you, have you thought about that? That's something you might want to. Explore a bit more down the track. Yeah, but that's all I want to do. But at the moment, <laughs> I'm just a bit busy. So, well, if you like, you've got a. Gr- I've seen you do really great ten minute spots. Um, if you build that up to your fifty minutes, you've already got the profile. Yeah, you're winning half the battle. You've got the media profile, a public profile. Um, so yeah, you just need to work on more material, and you'll sell out a festival show. Yeah, which I know. It's funny, I'm just coming from a different angle. I'm such a pure, because it's such a pure endeavour for me, mm. as in it's not a job. I'm only doing it because, it's you know, I, in hindsight, I wish that I'd done stand-up before going down to, to, to 3CR. Yeah, right. That's what I, I just wanted to do stand-up. My, oh, you did? Yeah. There was my, something yeah. that was in your... There you go, there's something. That is oh. a scoop. Always wanted to do stand-up. My heroes were stand-up. My heroes were, yeah. um, were Rickles and... Sorry, Don Rickles and, yeah. and, and like and old I used to like the old stuff. I liked the like Henny Youngman and Ronnie Dangerfield and all those guys. Okay. I used to so stand up was that's what I should have done. But yeah. this is the way it's gone. So I'll just oh. maybe I'll just do it everything in reverse, if you know what I mean. So when possible. things settle down. Yeah, I'd like so lot. I think so we we've done you know, if I've done say ten of them or twelve, mm. eight of them have been on the same thing as you. Yeah. Like you've taken me to these places and like the Exford and funny at the Brunny and all these places, and you're going, I I wish I could do them every week, and then yeah. you, and then I think yeah, you would get better. How how good you're actually going to be? That's fine, but it's like at the moment I've got, you know, last year I think I did two two yeah right, which is not just it's not even you know it's not I don't even feel worthy of speaking the same language as stand ups. It's something I want to do, but we'll we'll just get there, you know, in the right at the right time. Yeah. Well, let me know because I'll ride on your coattails for a while. What are you talking about? I emceed your DVD thing. What oh, did you yeah, do? Didn't, didn't release. It. I only released a few video little oh, yeah. clips out of it. In and the I end. killed that night. You did. No, I didn't. <laughs> that's you, I've got that on video. Yeah, it must have gone release. really well. Yeah. You didn't release it. I didn't release. Nah, it came, one of the cameramen fucked up. <laughs> anyway, that's for another <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was only one cameraman. How many cameras? No, there was three. Was it? Oh, there was two, the three cameras and two guys. I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying to me, "No, I asked you about. So, what's what is this thing?" And you explained to me, "You're going to put. You're going to do twenty minutes." Yeah, I want it to be like half an hour. Yeah, so that so that for you when you do your gigs, you can sell some sell merch it. out yeah. the front, right? And then. And I said, "So what are you going to do?" You're gonna, and then you said, "Oh well, I bought a um, I bought a new shirt for it." And I go, "Oh mate, yeah, okay, you forget. So you're taking it pretty seriously. You're going above and beyond. <laughs> that was your big what? thing. What? That was your big thing. You'd bought a shirt. You'd bought a new shirt yeah. for this performance. This was, I was going, I'm going to be on on camera. Hey, it was a nice shirt. I'm not. But I didn't wear it in the end. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. Yeah. That's right. I think I said he bought a new shirt for tonight. He's not wearing it tonight, but <laughs> it just knowing, know, know in your hearts that this night means a lot to him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we got like 30 man. people in a high chairs and it didn't didn't work yeah. out. But um, I'll do another one this year and you can come down and Can I can I open it. it again? Absolutely. Yeah, great. So have you got a like a long-term plan of what you want to do? Have you got any like ideas of your own show or do you just keep plugging away and you know s- we're not really plugging away. You're doing quite well. <laughs> but keep, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, mate. Can just, you r- ruffle my hair next yeah, time? Yeah. I was like, keep, keep it up, young fella. You're going yeah. all right. Well, I pinched your cheek. But you, didn't. <laughs> you did. No, I like that. Um, yeah. Do you have any of your own little uh, ideas in place that uh, you've sort of established or do you just want to keep taking what you get and – and, and, yeah, that, um, it's it's a good question. What happens? You seem yeah. to be like a guy that just you, from the start, you've just sort of things have happened. You've worked hard, and things pop up. You take that, and then something else happens. You just snowball and out yeah. Of and, you, and you think at the, I suppose, at some point, do you decide? Hold on, do I? Do you? Are you? If you're lucky enough to keep getting offered things, do you just keep doing? Saying you know, picking the ones you like and then yeah. doing them. But if essentially they are other people's. Mm. Um, ideas and it's their their labor of love like do you try to you know but the other thing is you got to write these things yeah find you know, time to write these you gotta get final draft <laughs> great final draft yeah um so i don't know mate we'll see i can i can see i can see like a surely you know you can dip your toe back what do you want the, me to do I, I can see you hosting something give me three things tonight show like a tonight show type really thing, like a variety stepping back into the Lead role of hosting a show back, you know, AD beast. Show them that show reel of that. <laughs> um, but you'd, you'd be able to, you know, pick your own shirts on this thing. I've wow, got in mind. that's um, maybe you could be a producer. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, Tonight yeah. show in Australia. Yeah, something like that. Uh, there's, there's not really. There's Tonight Lee on the ABC at the yeah, moment. Yeah, Tom's show, Tom um, Ballard's show, and then there's a you know, maybe a bit more of a. I mean, like more of a Rove type show where it's just talking to f- famous people who are in town. Bit of music, bit of comedy, stand up. We need a bit, bit few more avenues to get some stand up. Well, there's a TV. working stand up. Yeah, is there just is there not the? Oh, I, I remember as much like as there used to be. Yeah, I think both footy Rove shows, had them. Rove had them. Hey, hey, it's Saturday had them. Hey, hey, great. Yeah, great spots. Both Panel those. never had them. Panel never did, no. No, the footy shows, uh, like NRL footy show back in the day. Yeah. Well, Carl Barron, you know, his career from those first few shots on that footy show, it just, I remember I was like in my teens when that was on and he just, he was fantastic, you know, and they got him back all the time. A few comics really, but he springboarded off off the footy show. But I didn't know that. Yeah, but they, they, they've, they've tried it in the last few years. But it does. It just doesn't work. I think people just sort of think you're not Carl Barron. He just sort of set that bar so high. Anyone that goes on there, they're just like, no. Nah. Yeah, they it's still, tough. ABC still do a few things. ABC up late and what about and ABC two? It's not even called that anymore, is it? It's called comedy. Yeah, ABC comedy. Yeah. yeah what I else, think. genius? What else am I doing <laughs> other, other than a Tonight Show? What else am I? What else you got me doing? Um, Who watches me in the Tonight Show? If you what if you like Tonight Shows, Dan, why aren't you watching Kimmel, Fallon? Like, there's never more, been more access than yeah. now. Mm. Like, when I was young, I Let, Letterman wasn't even on. You couldn't yeah. watch Letterman. Right. And then it started getting on late. Mm. But, I just think if there was going to be a Tonight Show in Australia, you'd be in the in the handful of people that's going to host it. Maybe I'd audition with... It'd be you, Baby John, <laughs> Larry, <laughs> Molly's dog. <laughs> 
than someone else. I'd watch that. The, the, whoever gets the whoever gets the hosting role, that should be the guest for the, for the first show. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. There you go. There's a scoop. Maybe <laughs> three scoops. You. What was the first one? You're going to do Winter Olympics. Winter Olympics, which front, which which which, front which by the time this podcast is no, released, it'll be still a scoop. Okay. You got, you got, have you been paying attention? Coming, back, coming back in May. In May and you might host an Australian Tonight Show <laughs> one day. That's some. That's three big scoops of chalky ice cream. There's a lot of sizzle of there, mate. I don't know what you're going to do with this. <laughs> you're going to be all right. Mm. Well, that's about it, mate. Uh, thanks very much for taking it easy with me today. Dan, thank you so much for having me, mate. I really pre- I know I don't do many of them. You just, if anyone's just heard that, you know why. Mate, it was good. I think I, I've got well, it, I enjoy talking. I let it down. I, I enjoy think talking it'll come to up you, nice. I think people will enjoy listening to that on the way to work or in their car or something. I you got fans, so I, a few of your fans will tune in, surely. Yeah, but don't count on them. But you know, man, like, as long as you had a good time now, don't don't worry about the end result. And any ADBC fans out there, Sam's going <laughs> to remember. He said he's going to reprise the role of the anchor. I've still got some of those shirts. Because no at the end of the at the end of the series, Dan, they said take your pick of the shirts. I think yeah. they knew they knew that no one would want them. Yeah, but I've still got some of those shirts. This that black silk one that I saw you in when I watched it this morning. I didn't take that one. <laughs> the black silk one. God. No, mate. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No worries. Fun. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch uh, Sam as we mentioned. On the podcast, you can see him on Have You Been Paying Attention on Channel 10 later this year, uh, The Front Bar on Channel 7, and you can listen to him on Nova FM, The Breakfast Show, Chrissy, Sam and Brownie, every morning, Monday to Friday. Uh, you can also check out his podcast, Santo, Sam and Ed, uh, and he's also on Twitter, at Mr. Sam Pang. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please tell the world. Uh, you sub- subscribe, if you'd like, uh, on iTunes at Taking It Easy with Daniel Connell. Or find it on my website, danielconnell.com.au, under the podcast section. While you're on there, check out my gigs page. Got a lot of shows coming up at different festivals around Australia. Uh, and while you're at it, you might as well jump on my Facebook page, Daniel Connell Comedy, and give that a little like as well. Cheers. We'll see you next time. Take it easy.